Hello, Darren Alf here from Bicycle Touring Pro. So, we're out here on the road right now and I just thought this would be a good time to tell some stories about animal encounters. Because I've been traveling the world for 21 years on my bicycle. At least half of that time I've been inside a tent. And uh, you would think that I would have a whole bunch of animal encounter stories of bears and mountain lions coming up to my tent in the middle of the night. The truth is, I've never seen a bear at night. I've never seen a mountain lion at night. I have seen bears and mountain lions, but never at night in my tent. So today I have three stories about animals that have approached me in the nighttime in my tent. The first story comes from my very first bicycle tour back in 2001. I was riding my bike from Oregon to Mexico down the California coastline with my friend Jason. I actually had three friends join me for three different legs of the trip, but on this particular leg, which was at the very beginning of the bike tour, I was with my friend Jason. And we were up in Northern California, and we were camping in an established campground, like a state campground. And we were staying in one of the hiker-biker campsites, which at the time only cost $1 per person to camp in. And, and I think that included a shower as well. So, pretty good deal. That deal doesn't exist today. I think the, those campgrounds are $10 or, or more, maybe $15. Anyways, um, we're in this established campground, and we're camped in this campground with a whole bunch of other people. There's some homeless people in the campsite, as well as some other hikers and bikers. And one of the things that I talk about a lot with Bicycle Touring Pro is the fact that like when you're out in nature like I am right now in a place like this, it's very unlikely that you're going to encounter a, a bear or something like that because those bears have no reason to come to a place like this generally. Whereas when you're staying in an established campground, oftentimes bears and raccoons and other possums and other sorts of animals like that, they start to discover that this campground with dumpsters and campers that leave their food out on picnic tables is a source of food. And so they keep coming around again and again and again. So oftentimes you think that you're safer staying in, a, in an established campground, but in reality your chances of running into a bear or a raccoon or some other animal that's going to scavenge, 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 scavenge scavenge off of scraps from campers is going to be much more likely in an established campground versus in a place like this. So we're in this established campground and we feel perfectly safe until we go to bed at night and we start to hear some very frightening noises outside of our tent. And I've never heard anything like this, honestly, in all my 21 years of bicycling around the world, I've never been this scared, probably, of the noises outside of my tent. I have no idea what they are. They sound like, uh, like witches cackling or something like that. So I muster up the nerve to get out, out of my tent. So I grab my flashlight and I crawl outside of my tent and I point my light out to try to see what is out there. I'm thinking it's like a mountain lion or something. And I point my flashlight over towards my friend Jason's bicycle and there up on the handlebars is a raccoon. <laughs> and there's another raccoon at the back of his bicycle and there's another raccoon at the back of my bicycle, right where my head was, kind of inside the tent. So there's three raccoons outside of our campsite, and they're going into, into our bags trying to find 
the food that we have in there. And Jason, my companion at the time, he had in fact left a bunch of food inside of his his uh, bicycle bags, which were just sitting outside. So the raccoons were going after that. And I also had some food inside my tent that the raccoons were smelling as well. So in the end, we both got out of our tents and kind of like scared these raccoons away. We chased them away. I kind of yelled, Jason, you gotta get out of here, there's raccoons, <laughs> you know? And obviously he had heard them because they were so frightening. Yeah, so we scared the raccoons away. They came back like two more times that night. And um, one of the other people that was staying in our campsite, his name was Jerry, and he was like a homeless uh, biker that we had met and were traveling with at the time, he ended up losing all his food. The raccoons took everything that he had. He didn't get out of his tent to secure the food he had. And so in the morning, he went to his bag and it was all gone, all of his food was gone. So anyways, um, lesson learned, secure your food at night. Um, those campgrounds, I, some of them had bear boxes and some of them didn't. So I can't remember if this particular place had a bear box or not, but whatever the case may be, you want to make sure that your food is secure, especially in an established campground uh, like that because the animals around that area know that campers are going to be leaving their food out and that they can come in after dark and steal the food. My second story is from Finland in Europe, you know, up by the border of Russia basically. I had biked uh, all the way up, gosh, from Poland through Lithuania, Estonia, uh, Latvia, and then into Finland. And I was up about halfway in Finland, and I was by myself, and I was staying on this particular night, I was staying in a hotel. So I get to this little hotel, it was like a two-room hotel, very, very small. I get to the hotel, and the woman there, she's probably like a middle-aged woman, 40 years old, something like that, and she says, uh, hey, would, what are you doing tonight? What are your plans? And I'm like, in the middle of Finland, I got no plans, you know? And I'm by myself. So she says, hey, we have an area nearby, like 10 miles away, where there are bears. Do you want to go see the bears? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. Like, I would love to go see the bears. And I'm thinking it's like a, a zoo, you know what I mean? With bears in a cage or something like that. But what I discover as she is driving me out to this location is that this is a bear viewing area. It's basically a wilderness area, very much like we're in right now. And they have a little cardboard box of a house. It's a, you know, a 100 square foot uh, shelter with a bed in it, a chair, a couple chairs, and an ice chest. And so she packs some food for me to have in this ice chest and she drops me off at this location in the middle of the forest and I climb inside this little bear box, basically. And it's, it's honestly cardboard thin. There, it, if a bear wanted to get into it, they could. So she drops me off and she says, sit in this chair, and there was like a little uh, slat in the, in the box, just a little you know, view, uh, viewing window. And she says, look out the window and bears will come by and you can see them and take pictures. And then she just leaves me there in the middle of the forest for about 24 hours or something close to that. And so I just sit there like I've never sat in one place so silently and sat there for so long doing nothing but staring out at the trees in the distance. And it was very much like the place I'm in right now, which is very interesting. So I'm sitting there, I'm looking for bears. 
literally nothing is happening for hours and hours and hours. Like little birds come by and stuff. There's a mouse that crawls through the grass right near the box that I'm in. And I'm sitting there going, gosh, if, you know, at first I'm really excited to see the bears and I think this is going to be an amazing experience. But then the more I sit there, I realize like I'm in this tiny cardboard box with a with an ice chest full of food sitting right next to me. And if a bear comes along or two bears or three bears, these are grizzly bears, brown bears, you know what I mean? And not black bears, brown bears, big brown bears. So I'm thinking uh, if, if three of these bears come along, I am gonna pee my pants out of fright. And so I start to get really, really scared just sitting there all alone. Every little leaf that blows, every little sound I hear in the forest uh, frightens me. When all of a sudden I see something in the distance and it's black and I'm thinking, oh my God, what is this thing? And it pops out really quickly into the brush, you know, the grass right in front of me. And I've never seen an animal like this in my entire life. I don't know what this is actually. And at first I'm thinking it's like a badger or something like that, but in an instant I realize what it is without having ever seen this animal before. I realize it's a wolverine. And the wolverine is like digging in the ground, like going after little chipmunk holes or something in the ground. And it hears me and I'm super quiet, but I'm like trying to get my camera out. And it's, it looks straight at me basically and then scurries away. And I think it's gone, but it runs back and by this time I have my camera on and I'm able to actually get a video of it very briefly. And, it, and I get it on camera and it scurries away and, and then it comes back and then it scurries away again. So I get it on camera for just a couple seconds and I'll put the video here so you can see it. But that was it. I was there in that little bear hide for almost 24 hours. And like I said, I saw some birds, I saw a mouse and I saw a wolverine. It wasn't a frightening thing. I would have loved to have seen some bears, but I was very, very happy to see a wolverine. It's the first and only time I've ever seen a wolverine in my entire life. So my third animal story comes from Serbia. I was biking across Serbia with this German traveler that I just kind of met on the road and we were sharing this campsite together. Well, at this particular campsite, I was on the edge of a, a river and there were some s local Serbians there and they were causing all sorts of ruckus at night. So I didn't sleep well on this particular evening. But I woke up in the morning in my tent and I started packing my pannier bags. You know, I had left the bags outside of my tent just on the ground like I do every night basically. And I'm, I reach into my bag just trying to find something. I don't know exactly what it is. So I reach into this pannier bag just blindly like this, you know. And I reach in and I feel something slimy and slick and I know the texture of every belonging in my bag you know because I've spent so much time on the road I can I can feel the items just you know by reaching in and I know that this isn't something that I've packed and I realize in a in a split second that this is a snake that has crawled inside my bag while I was sleeping there's a snake in my pannier right now hold on So I don't know what kind of snake it is. I don't know how big it is. I don't know if it's poisonous or not. 
So I, I yell over to my German friend uh, that I was traveling with. I say, oh my God, there's a snake in my bag. And I uh, grab the bottom of the bag and I tilt it out and the snake falls out onto the ground. And I'm filming this, of course. And the snake scurries away. And I think it was just like a garden snake or something like that. I don't think it was anything poisonous or scary. And uh, it definitely was one way to wake up in the morning. So that's, uh, I've seen a lot of snakes on my travels. I've like practically run over a hundred snakes on the road. Um, I had an encounter in South Africa where uh, there was what I thought was a stick in the road, but it was actually a cobra. And as I got close to what I thought was the stick, the head of this cobra came up and lunged at me, struck at me, and was just like two inches away from my heel. Uh, luckily it didn't hit me. So I have certainly had some encounters with snakes on the road, but this is probably the one and only time that I've actually touched a snake or had a snake crawl inside my bag during the middle of the night. All right, so it is super hot and super sunny and I gotta get going. But those are three stories about animal encounters that I've had during the night on my travels all around the world. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you liked it, give me a big like here on YouTube. I'd really appreciate that. If you're new to my channel, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell button so you're notified each and every time I publish a new video. And if you want to learn how to conduct your own bicycle touring adventures and travel on a bike like you see here, make sure you visit my website, bicycletouringpro.com, and pick up a copy of my book, The Bicycle Touring Blueprint, which will teach you everything you need to know in order to conduct your own bicycle touring adventures anywhere in the world. All right, guys, that's it. I am Darren Alf from BicycleTouringPro.com. Thank you so much for watching, and I hope to see you out on the road sometime soon.